two and a half years and it started about a year towards the end of it, it's so about half a, a year and a half into it. And how come you stayed so long? Because it started off with really little things and then started getting bigger and bigger and bigger and you don't realise it's happening and uh, when you do try to leave, worse and worse things happen so you're just too scared to. So can you tell me what sort of things they used to do at the start and how it gradually pro progressed? When I first started doing it, I was pregnant. So I started like um, nipping my legs and punching my arms and throwing remotes at me and stuff like that. And then got worse till it got to hitting and then smashing things on me and words and <laughs> different things like that. So emotionally, um, at the start, what did that make you feel like? Um, I didn't realise it were happening because it were ever so often to at the start and then I didn't realise how much it progressed. So how old were you when you when, when you got in, into the relationship? Fifteen. Fifteen and how old was he can I ask? He just gone eighteen. Just gone eighteen. Okay and you said he was uh, in the army? Yeah to start off with for the first six weeks and then he got kicked out. Oh, right, okay. Um, so, was it just physical violence or was it emotional, emotional violence as well? Yeah. Can you tell me some of the stuff that he did, did to you on a psychological basis? He used to call me a slag to tell me that I were really ugly and nobody else would want me and there were no point in leaving him because no one else would want me anywhere and stuff like that. So, how did you and yourself cope with that? I just got more and more depressed and then just didn't feel like nothing. I just didn't care anymore. You just became um, numb? Yeah? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, so, um, can you describe the feelings that you got when you decided that you enough was enough and you wanted to say no and, and, and come out of it? Um, reason why I felt like enough for enough is because I'd realised that I didn't love him. It made me feel like I needed him there, if you know what I mean. And then I realised that what everything was happening, because by this point I had a baby, and I realised what was happening, that it wasn't good for the baby. And when I did finally chuck him out, it was because he'd been cheating on me. And um, he came home and he was starting to get violent outside, so I locked the door and tried to break into my house. So I rung the police and then he did a runner. So I went to meet him in town the next day so that I were in a public place and not be able to do anything. So then he kidnapped the baby, so I followed him and said that I was going to ring the police and I snapped my phone. And then um, we left baby in the middle of the road to chase me and then it battered me. So then when police turned up because everyone else had run him, um, I said I wanted to press charges and that was the end of it because he got locked up and he wasn't allowed to get in touch with me anymore. So w w when, he, um, when he hit you, when he, when he battered you, that was out on the street wasn't it? Yeah, a lot of people saw it. And he, he had your baby at the time? Yeah. The baby were left in the road and one of my friends pulled him out of the road 
onto the footpath. So, um, when you went to place, um, how was the whole situation of that? What can, can you tell me what happened? You know how how the police dealt with it. They told me to go home. One of my friends had to take me home because I, I could hardly walk or anything. But I still had the baby, so I needed to look after him. So she brought me home, and they came out to the house to do statements and things like that. They were really good with it all. Hmm. Um, and they just sat and talked to me and talked through everything like we are now. Hmm. And um, do do you find it difficult in sharing your story now, or you, you, you know? Um, I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, what would you say to somebody that's in that situation? How to, how to handle it? How to deal with it? To be honest, no one can say much to anybody in that situation. I got told a lot of times to leave him and that we're being stupid and he was breaking me down. But you don't realise it yourself and no one will realise that you always oh no, I love him, he don't do what wrong to me. But then when it gets to it, it you'll know in yourself when you want to leave and when and when you feel ready to because you're too scared to be far that. I got asked that the other day and I just said there's nothing you can say to somebody in that situation because they don't even realise it themselves. So, I, I guess for, for you, was was it a gradual realisation of how you felt or, you know, was it chance upon chance because you thought it might change or did you always know that it was going to go that way and, and stayed? Um, every time that he, well, he used to do it every day, and then I didn't realise, and then when he'd do something really big, like, proper about me, um, then he'd apologise and he'd change for like a week or so afterwards, and I'd think, oh, this is making of him, he's realised what he's done, and I always were like that all the way through, I always thought that he'd change, but. Never did. You never did. Enough were enough. So you, you, you say he hit you when you were pregnant? He, um, he'd give me dead legs and he'd cow bite me, if you know what I mean. That means you get like a grip on the leg and press really hard. Yeah. And um, he'd throw remotes at me and things like that. Um, it was more emotional than physical though when I was pregnant. Like were after I had the baby that it got physical. So did did you ever get thoughts of suicide or anything like that because he put you yeah. through it? I tried it once and he made me drink a pint of hot salty water and then punched me so many times in the stomach till I threw it all up. That's how he stopped it. That's how he stopped me from committing suicide. But I only tried it once and then I realised I've got a baby, what are you doing? You're just being stupid, you've got to be there for baby. And what was that? Was that tablets, was it? Or? Yeah, I took about 30, 35 miles. Nasty. No, sir, codeine. 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 Um, did, you, did you ever tell anybody? No, there were one person that knew it was going on. But... Yeah. That were about it. 
more than one person and that she'd mm. always tell me but I never listened to her. So can you tell me how this whole ordeal has made you a stronger and better person um, after dealing with it? Since splitting up with him, my whole life has taken a turn around. While I was with him, my face was grey, my hair was really limp and stuck to my head. Um, not weight being greasy, just sort of stressed me hair falling out and stuff. Um, I lost loads and loads of weight. And when I went back to my mum's, she said to me, you're totally changed. You used to be so confident and bubbly. And um, now, to be honest, I think I've got back to how I was before I was with him. It stopped me from seeing all my friends and my family. And um, now I've just got back in touch with all my friends that it made me lose. Back in touch with all my family now. Um, I mean, I can do what I want now. Me, my son's so much happier as well. He were always crying and stuff back then. Um, now, he never stops laughing. He's totally happy kid. It's brilliant. It's made me feel a lot more confident. And I can see myself as well that I can flag up when someone's like that or when someone's going to treat me badly and I end it straight away because I always know now so I think that that's how I've changed to be honest so do you, do you think that um, that it's um, like violence is in, inherent in certain people do you, th do you go for the bad boys or I don't mean to I do but I don't mean to uh, they always seem like lovely lads to start off with and they always turn the same sort of way, always cheating, the way they speak to you, everything like that. I think I've met maybe two nice lads since splitting up with him. But before that, before I was with him, all my boyfriends were lovely, absolutely decent fellas, never did one thing wrong to me. And now, same sort of routine. Bad bye, bad bye, bad bye, all the time. I don't mean to do it, it's just the sort of person that I end up going for. Mm. I always seem like a decent lad to start off with, though. Is it, is it a certain look that you go for? You, you know, is it... You, you, you said to me earlier that you, you always seem to find people that have been in the army I don't know because some of the lads that I've met, it's always like sort of gruff looking, short back and sides, nice short hair, clean looking, all that sort of thing, but they always end up being army lads. But I've been with some lads, like geeky lads, scrawny lads chubby lads, <laughs> ginger lads, all sorts, so I don't know, it's not really that, It's that's more of a general sort of thing, but right. I don't really mind it one way. Right, okay. Um, I, was, I was just wondering if you could make a connection between, you know, um, certain types of people, if it's inherent in, in, in the look, if you, if you could look at somebody and be able to 
tell if there might be something there? Sometimes, yeah, but I mean, I know this lad. He's the most, he's just a typical bad boy look. Right. And he's the sweetest lad in the world. He won't say one thing wrong to you. He'll talk to you for hours and hours, he'll listen to you. He's just proper lovely. But then you get a geeky looking lad and they're the worst lad in the world, so I don't really think it marries up like that. Okay, that's, that's, that's cool. Um, well, thanks for taking your time out and um, we'll see how it goes. Alright, thank you. Thank you. <laughs>